What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So, a jury in a courtroom in Portland found Antifa militants not liable in the attack on Andy No. And it's not just that. We know that the attorney declared in the courtroom, I am Antifa. She then said at the end, when they were giving the uh, final, uh, final remarks and closing arguments, this is my last case, and I will remember every face in that jury box. I will forever remember you. Now, it, that's a threat, is it not? Also, the judge in the Andy No trial just admitted that jurors had reported that Antifa was trying to dox them. A journalist was accosted by Antifa inside the courthouse. I don't know, uh, maybe we should move this to another city and try this. If this, this makes Al Capone look like a pussycat. So where do we stand on this? What do we do? Jack Posobiec joins us next. He has a few things to say about it. I'm not sure I agree with him, but I want to understand what he is saying, and we can talk about it next. Jack Posobiec in 60 seconds. Softest cotton in the world is Giza cotton. The Egyptians may not know how to keep their mummies from coming back to life, but they can make a sweet set of sheets. You know what I mean? And then... The mummies are like, I gotta have that with me. What are you, why are you tearing it up? What are you doing? Just wrap me, oh jeez. So anyway, Egyptians screw some things up and then also do some other things great. And cotton, cotton is uh, from Giza is what Mike Liddell makes the Giza dream sheets out of. And they're their lowest price ever. They're coming in as low as $29.98 with the promo code BECK. They come in multiple colors, styles, uh, sizes, ultra, ultra soft, breathable, and extraordinarily durable. You'll get a 10-year warranty. And after that 10 years, then, you know, if you become a mummy, you can tear that sheet up and wrap yourself in it and you'll be comfortable all throughout your eternal boat ride to Raw. Uh, Go to... uh, MyPillow.com, you get your money-back guarantee, the 10-year warranty, and great products at a great price. The Giza Dream Sheets are on sale right now. Enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Limited time. MyPillow.com. Hey, Jack. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. I am Glenn, always, shocked. Glenn, always a pleasure, man. Thank you. Shocked at this um, this story about Andy No and what happened in in this courtroom in Portland. It is, I mean, it's it's uh, it's absolutely a movie that you wouldn't believe. Well, Glenn, it's it's even beyond that because one of the only journalists that's actually been covering this every day was Katie Davis Court of the Post Millennial. And yes. she's in there not only accosted by Antifa throughout the proceedings, following the proceedings, Glenn, when she walked back to her car, which was not parked near yep. the courtroom, by the way, she found that all of her car windows had been smashed. Items had been stolen. She's still going through to figure out what was stolen. She's got threats all across her Twitter just 
for the very act of reporting on journalism in which you have a journalist, Andy No, attempting to find some way to receive justice for the fact that his own First Amendment rights, freedom of the press, but we all used to agree on, on things like this, you know, little, little basic stuff there. Uh, it's called yeah, the First Amendment. Yeah. And he's trying to find some way to get justice for what was done to him. Because, Glenn, keep in mind, this is not the first time Andy has attempted to use the legal system uh, or, or at least go to the legal system for some kind of recompense. Uh, he first filed charges for the assault that was later found not. He was found, the judge found him guilty or found Andy to be a victim, but then also found that the Antifa attacker was not liable because he said Andy how? had provoked it. He said that Andy had provoked oh it gosh. by tweeting about the man earlier than the actual event, even though the man tracked Andy No to a oh. gym. Uh, okay, then, so if you say something about Hacker, you, by the way. you you say some you say something about uh, somebody and they have a right to track you down and beat you within an inch of your life, huh? Of course, it's a new concept. Justice, uh, that's justice in Portland. It's 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 a different kind of justice, Glenn. It's it's a little different than yeah. some what the founders outlined in the Federalist yeah. Papers. Slightly yeah. different. Uh, maybe the Sons of Liberty it's, know a little uh, bit about it. Yeah, it's called social justice. Now, listen, um, the the attorney, tell me about the attorney for the Antifa people, because I take this as an absolute threat. And I'd love your your thought on this. Well, so you're right. So this attorney who's representing. Uh, yeah, and you, had, you actually had two attorneys, one representing Hacker, one representing Richter, uh, who were the two members of what I would say in the military was essentially a targeting cell of Antifa. Now, because Antifa operates in black bloc, we can't know. We essentially don't know exactly who the members of the black bloc were. That's when they dress in black, they run up in masks and, and beat you within an inch of your life has been done to Andy No multiple times. And yet he keeps going back because he wants to get the story. He is that dogged about this, even knowing that, as happened in this situation, if found out, they will do exactly this to him. He's doing his job for the post-millennial. Uh, in this case, these two individuals, we know for a fact, targeted Andy, they doxed him, and they were giving live updates in real time on Twitter uh, as they were chasing Andy No through the streets of Portland one night, He's gone down this street. He's just made a right. It's, it's like you're, you're in Mission Impossible and the guy's over the ear. Oh, he, we found him. He just went into this uh, hotel. He's holed up inside the hotel. You know, the hotel's trying to get rid of him. These are the people that in the military, we would call this essentially a terrorist targeting cell where they're giving the directions to the terrorists that are on the ground trying to potentially chase uh, an operative or maybe an infiltrator, an agent, maybe even an interpreter, like something it, you would see in Afghanistan or, or Syria. This was happening on the streets of an American city, which, oh, by the way, was around the same time that another member of Antifa, uh, Michael Forrest Reinhold, decided to summarily execute a Trump supporter on the streets of Portland. So this is all going around around the same time frame. And so Andy knows that potentially he could be killed because of the actions by these Antifa members. This is on video. Uh, you have them actually showing up to the hotel after the beating. We have them on video there egging it on. We have their tweets. We have their text messages. They had signal messages, uh, ones that came up in discovery. But the judge later said the jury wasn't allowed to take a look at because they were deemed immaterial. 
they were then found Jeez. not liable. And and the 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 attorney for them essentially stated that it, it the whole thing came down to this. The whole argument came down to well, Andy does it too because he posts people's pictures after they've been arrested. That that's a journalist. That that's that. I mean, every newspaper has done that forever. Um, so you have this. You have this. Uh, the attorney and says, "I'm going to remember all of your faces." Is that just a ah? Uh, because you were such a great jury, and I just always want to remember you fondly. Or was that a threat? Glenn, when you're operating a situation like this, the jury, and and, and in these courtrooms, keep in mind that that Justice Center of Portland is right down the street from where the federal courthouse in Portland was ransacked for 57 nights during the George Floyd riots by Antifa members. Night after night after night, federal law enforcement tried in vain in many many cases to arrest and protect the courthouse, but they were not allowed out into the rest of the area because the governor didn't allow it. The governor didn't uh, call for uh, call for the, the activation of federal assets. And so these jurors that are coming in there understand, right? They implicitly understand that they still have to live in Portland. They still have to go to work oh. in Portland. Their children, their family members, elderly family members, their friends, wherever they're going around, they're all still there. So that lawyer well, says to them, I will remember your faces. And the judge even said, and, and Glenn, it was multiple times throughout the trial that there were threats of doxing, of releasing the identities of the jurors that were going on. This Correct. is the same type of stuff that echoes some of the darkest moments of America's history. It is. I, I mean, I honestly, I, if you're a reasonable human being, I do not know why after this ruling, after everything else, but this, the way this was done, Get the hell out of Portland and, and Oregon. If this is going to be tolerated, you're living in, I, I, don't, need, I don't even know, uh, um, Nazi Germany or you're living in some drug cartel company, uh, country. This is not America. And, the, and Antifa says that they're anti-fascist and they were, they were really formed to go against the Nazis. At the Nazis had the brown shirts at the time. These were the black shirts. They were both just as bad. The Nazis were uh, perhaps a little worse because they had organizing powers in the government, which I think is happening here. They would get all kinds of breaks, uh, you know, in, in court and everything else. But they are using exactly this. This is the brown shirt army. It's just a black shirt army on the streets of America doing exactly what the Nazis did to the population to get them to obey, turn a blind eye and shut up. You disagree with that? Jack? Oh, I, th I think that's exactly right. And I would even add that they, the original iteration of Antifa, as you correctly described in Weimar, Germany, they didn't directly go after the Nazis. They like to say that today, but they actually, in many cases, worked with the brown shirts because their real target was what they called the fascism of their day. What was that? It wasn't 
Adolf Hitler and the Nazi Party, it was the ruling government. It was the republic. The republic was their target for destabilization and the later overthrow. And so everyone must understand that when they say they're talking about fascism, they're, they're describing the current government of the republic. That's what they define as fascism. They define banks as fascism, churches, any institution in the yes. country, uh, the legal system itself, yeah, that, even though in this case they've threatened the legal system to do their bidding. Uh, that is what they define as fascism. And at the time, it actually came down directly from Stalin that they were to focus on the Weimar Republic, destabilizing it because they thought that they'd be able to take over the mm-hmm. Weimar Republic. That's not exactly how it worked out. So, Jack, I, I need to take a break. And then um, you tweeted something. Results like Andy No ruling today show the nature of the fight for 2024. If you don't yeah. have the guts for that fight, get out of the way. This is not time for a policy debate. Uh, Marquess of Queens- Queensbury Republicans are not built for this. I want to understand exactly what you mean by that, um, because I think it's really important that we... Uh, we know what each other are saying and what we are preaching for. And we'll get your answer on that here in just a second. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. American Financing, financially speaking, the best thing you could possibly do uh, is put yourself and your family in a better financial situation. Okay, I, you know, I know people who are working for jobs and cannot put themselves into a better financial situation because of all of the stuff that is happening with inflation and the destruction of our dollar. Now, if you happen to have high interest credit cards, we have just broken the world's all time human record for credit card debt. It has just gone through the roof because people can't afford things. And so they're putting it on their credit card. I understand if that is you. I really do. But I want you to look into something. If you own your own house, this may not be right for you. I want you to do your own homework. American Financing is doing consolidation loans, and they're saving people just like you an average of $700 a month. Now, that is with a mortgage refi to get that 21% interest out of your credit cards way down to about five or six. It's not right for everybody. But it'll give you the breathing room and help you pay those credit cards off so you don't have that monkey over your uh, on your back. Please call American Financing now. Do your own homework. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Jack Posobiec is uh, joining us uh, now. Jack, what did you mean by that tweet? So, Glenn, what I mean by this is that you've got so many Republicans up in Washington, D.C., and, and really throughout the country, quite frankly, that still think that this is the 1980s, the 1990s, and we can just go along to get along. We can play fair. We can sort of, you, you know, keep the gloves on and shake hands and, you know, go hang out with Tip O'Neill after you know, a hard-fought legislative right. session. Meanwhile, though, it's about one side that's willing to use lawfare, that's willing to abuse the system, that's willing to put political opponents in jail. And regardless of what you think of Trump, that is exactly what they are doing right now. It's, they've arrested him oh, yeah, it's Putin. twice now, by my count, at the federal level, mm-hmm. once at the, uh, at the state level, and there's probably another one coming up. And so if you've got one side 
that's willing to use the power of the system against their political opponents. And then another side that says, oh, no, we can't do that because that wouldn't be nice. Which side do you think is going to win? So here's my here's my question. And I uh, uh, I think this is a discussion that we have to have openly. I when I worked at Fox, Roger Ailes said something to me, He said, Glenn, we all love the Constitution, but at times there are things we just have to do. No, I'm sorry. The Bill of Rights are the Bill of Rights, and it's the only thing that protects all of us. And uh, I'm not looking for an unchecked uh, power on the right, just like I don't want a dictatorship on the left. I don't want one on the right. George Washington said we didn't overthrow one dictator to replace him with another or tyrant is was his word. So are you what are you suggesting? You're not suggesting that we use extra uh, constitutional powers, are you? Well, no, Glenn, I mean, keep in mind, if I was going to be announcing that, I wouldn't be posting it on Twitter. But no, in, in, in all seriousness, <laughs> what, what we need what we need to be doing, what we need to be doing is looking at the powers of government as they are currently constituted. For example, did Hunter Biden commit any of these crimes within a jurisdiction that has a Republican attorney general or a Republican Amen. Uh, attorney in one of these cities? Why not? I am 100 percent bank accounts. Um, yes. You've got uh, Tommy Tuberville right now. Tommy Tuberville is holding up every single higher level uh, flag officer appointment promotion within the Department yep. of Defense because the Department of Defense is currently allowing, illegally, by the way, uh, allowing for the federal travel, funding for the federal travel for abortions. These are the types of system shocks that Republicans need yes. to start looking at. Is yes. that the normal course of things? Is that the way the system is supposed to work? Yeah, probably not. But is it within the bounds of the Constitution? Oh, of course I, it is. That's what we need yeah, no, to I, thinking I, of. That's number yes. one. System shock. I want system shock Republicans. And if, if people like Tubers are looking at that, that's great. Jack Smith, how is he getting funded? Uh, why aren't we bringing Jack's? Why isn't the House? Matt Gates had a thing yesterday. Why don't we bring Jack Smith up before the House and make him testify? And if he refuses to testify, yes. hold him in contempt and see how that works. So, Jack, is this a problem that is really revolves re- revolving around old school Republicans like Mitch McConnell that I think are either part of it so old they don't know what's going on. They still think it's 1985 um, because I think Chip Roy is a patriot, is a constitutionalist, and he's a shock to the system. And every constitutional tool we have, we should use. Well, I think that uh, you know, this is something that, that Strauss and Howe lay out in their book, Generations, where they describe the fourth turning. And, Glenn, we are in a fourth yes. turning now. We are currently in it. The crisis has not ended yet, by the way. And so they talk about how in, in most people within a generation, their worldview is concrete. It is formed based on the world as it was constituted during their childhood, and then they carry that worldview all the way with them forward. Now, that's not to say that corruption doesn't exist. That's not to say that people are not bought off, that people have been in Washington for far too long, don't understand what's happening out in the rest of the world, because it's like Hunger Games right now. We've got the districts versus the capital, and the people within the capital are using and exploiting the districts for whatever they want, except, you know, our war isn't... um, 
you know, our children aren't going to war in, uh, in, uh, on TV. They're just going over to Ukraine, Afghanistan, yeah. and all these other places. And right. so, and we watch that on TV. Right. We, we support it through Twitter. And so the problem is you've got essentially two types, right? But, but the effect is still the same. Whether or not it's they don't get it or whether it's corrupt, the consequences are still the same. Because whether or got not it. you are willing to face the force turning, we are in it. I agree. And if anybody's not reading, uh, what is it? The fourth turning is now or something like that. The latest um, on the fourth turning, you're, you're missing out. That That is a really, really good read. Uh, Jack, I appreciate it. I'd love to sit down and talk to you some more about um, these things, because I think we are uh, we are hitting a moment that the Weimar Republic hit. Uh, and we have to be extraordinarily careful on how we play this. But we have to play it with the brass knuckles of the Constitution. Sorry, violation of the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. We're going after you. And I completely agree. Where are the local district attorneys that are willing to take on Hunter Biden and all of those crimes that happen all across America? Back in just a minute. Thanks, Jack. The Glenn Beck Program. I have serious qualities I look for in a person if I'm going to do business with them. I look for honesty. I look for decency. I look for compassion. I look for a willingness to work hard. Somebody that sees the view, the the world in the same kind of view that I do. We don't have to agree on everything and vote for the same people, but we we have to know the difference between right and wrong. And the Bill of Rights is one great place to start. I look also for competence and knowledge and capability. You don't have to be the expert on that as long as you know how to find the answers and to be able to create a team and use a team around you of like-minded people to get the job done those are the kind of agents we work with at realestateagentsitrust.com they know the best practices to elevate your real estate experience to the very next level they are really going to listen to you and you can trust them realestateagentsitrust.com go there now find the right real estate agent for you realestateagentsitrust.com dark future available now don't miss it in all bookstores of course and at glensnewbook.com So what Jack and I were just talking about, uh, um, about how do we fight this? I think this is the most important conversation that we can have in America. And it's honestly not a conversation that a lot of conservatives want to have um, right now. And it's and it's the Democrats are already past it. They've decided that to get their way on uh, global warming and this new kind of, you know, anti-capitalism uh, and everything else is to violate every everything that is in the uh, Constitution and Bill of Rights and honestly to destroy everything that we were built on. The basic Ten Commandments, you know, Moses was the first lawgiver. A lot of our laws, our whole nation was set up uh around the original laws that came from god if you don't believe me 
Well, I was going to say, you know, do your homework, but I'll have to give you the names of the books because, you know, they're all discredited now uh, because they're old and dusty and nobody knows what that. Yeah. What did those people know back then? We know so much more about them than they knew then. Um, But you you can't violate all of the principles that you hold and expect to become anything but a bad tree that will bear bad fruit. We cannot become that which we despise. That is the problem with America. For, for most of my life, I thought we were the good guys. And in the last 20 years, I realize we've been the bad guys a lot of times because we would violate. We wouldn't do it here. Oh, we're not going to torture you here. No, 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 no. In fact, we won't torture at all. But uh, one of our friends, Egypt, they'll torture. Hey, let's ghost plane you over there. You, that's why people hate you and hate us. It's not because of our freedom. It's because of our duplicity. And you're never going to have a winning movement if you are duplicitous. Gandhi did not go on a hunger strike against England. He went on a hunger strike against his own people because his own people righteously said, they're slaughtering us. They're killing us. And you want to continue to do this peace thing. It's not getting us anywhere. And he said, I would rather starve myself to death than to stand with my own supporters who think that way. He was right. He was right. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't take every single advantage. What Jack said about, you know, let, where are the prosecutors in the United States? We asked this question. We gave you the case. No uh, Republican district attorney or state attorney would take Hunter Biden on to task in their state. You know, we're learning that you're making big, big moves and you're disrupting uh, the the moves of an out of control government through state attorneys. The state attorney general is the most powerful person in the country right now. Look how they've disrupted ESG. Look how they're disrupting uh, the big tech collusion with the government. That's coming from a state who is using the Constitution and the rule of law in the right way. They just have the balls to do it. That's what we're lacking. Mm. We're a bunch of girls, honestly. We are a country that used to have, oh we used to have a set. And now we're just a bunch of 12-year-old girls who are questioning their own identity. Stop it. Knock it off. I, I really agree with what you're saying. I mean, you know, you listen to what Jack said. And the example he used was a, a topic you did an entire show on. You did an entire Glenn Beck special mm-hmm. on, hey, we should go to these places where Hunter Biden uh, committed these crimes that are Republican ones and, and filed charges. Like, the, I mean, that should happen anyway. It's, it's the law, right? You should follow the law. And that is not, not a crazy idea. But, like, you know, go back to an old example here that's out of the mainstream right now. Uh, in 2012... Harry Reid went on the floor of the Senate and said Mitt Romney did not pay Mm -hmm. his taxes. He knew with certainty that he had. He had absolutely nothing. He was blatantly lying. And after the election happens, Romney loses. uh, They say, hey, how do you feel about that? You knew that wasn't true. And he said, well, he didn't win, did he? Now, look, uh, 
the question is, how do you react to something like that? If our reaction is to also lie about them and make things up about them, it may give us a better chance of winning an election here or there, but we will be feeling the same fires Harry Reid is currently feeling. And I am not willing to go there. To sell my soul. I'm not willing to yeah. I literally well, mm. sell my soul to the devil in this particular instance. No. But and here's, we have here's to have, how we have here's to have how, those lines and some at some we have to have some sort of guardrails. But like the guardrails don't have to be we oh, we're gonna shake hands and we're gonna be go to, to lunch and feel great about each other all the time. No. No, I'm sorry. You're an enemy of the Republic. You're an enemy enemy to the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Uh, you know, I haven't ever taken the oath to, you know, uphold the Constitution of, from all, uh, you know, enemies, foreign and domestic. But I might as well, because I think that's our responsibility as people. Now, it doesn't give me the right to go, you know, kill somebody or, you know, threaten somebody's life. But it does if I have the ability I have the ability to speak out against those people like George Soros. He could threaten all his all he wanted. Okay, go ahead, George. I have the truth on my side and I would rather uh, rather than being popular and silent, I would rather stand up against you and tell the truth because I know the importance of my eternal soul in this particular case. Um, you know, you you look at what uh, is happening they are destroying and threatening and scaring people. The problem with the Republicans, they won't use the power that they have. Where is where is the Republican Party when it comes to saying, you know what, guys, uh, we're going to we're going to defund the FBI. And they're passing that, knowing that the Senate is not going to pass that. But they should be saying, and they should mean it, never. Stu, what is the most important thing I have uh, probably taught you about negotiations? Uh, don't make threats, make promises. Yep. The Republicans make threats. That's why nobody takes them seriously. Um, nobody takes the left seriously when they say, oh, yeah, we're going to completely change and, uh, and uh, overthrow capitalism and everything else. Nobody takes them seriously because they're saying stuff that's crazy. And so it's like, they, they, I mean, that's not really what they mean. But if you look at their record, that's exactly what they mean. And they're not making threats. They're making promises. This is what we're going to do. The Republicans have to stop making threats. Oh, you wait until we get into office. We get into power. Stop making threats. Make promises. We are going to stand by the Constitution and use the Constitution and reclaim our powers. And you know what? I don't care what the Senate is or isn't going to do. I, as a congressman and as somebody who is still in a government of, for, and by the people, I am going to stand up for what is real justice. And I'm going to stand up and say, you know what, FBI, you're completely out of control. And so I move to impeach uh, Merritt Garland. I look to anybody who has lied to Congress under oath, Anthony Fauci. We are recommending that you are sent to prison. And even if the FBI says, no, we're not going to pursue that, fine. FBI, you know what? You're out of control, too. We are cutting all funding for the FBI. Oh, that's crazy. That's cr more crazy than what's happening in Portland. 
You know, people have lost perspective on how powerful they are. You know who controls your community? Your community. You don't need the all-powerful federal government for every aspect of your life. You don't. You need them to do the things like, I don't know, protect our borders. And until you can protect our borders, I don't want to hear from you on anything else. That's your main job. Protect the borders. Your main job is to print uh, and coin money that has value. Those are two really big things. If we don't have currency that has value, we don't have a country. We're Venezuela. If we don't have borders, we're not a country. The two things the Constitution says you have to do, plus, may I add, protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, which you're not doing. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from you. You know, I had somebody come to me once and they were talking to me about uh, solar panels. And they had screwed something else up that was just horrible. And it was, it was a mess. And then they came to me and said, you know, but we can help you on the solar panels. I said, get the hell out of, get, get, get out of, uh, off my property. <laughs> you, you couldn't do what your business card says you're an expert at. And you want me to talk to you about something that you really shouldn't be involved in at all. Get the hell off my property. And I don't mean that as a threat. I mean that as a promise. You do those things, and then we can talk. We, your children, if you look at the government as a parent, you're sadly mistaken. You are the parent. They are the petulant child. I'm sorry. We're not having this conversation until you get your homework done. But mom, I really want to. I don't, we're not having this conversation. You get your homework done. You take out the garbage, whatever it is. And then we can talk. But you're not getting more rights when you're in violation of all of the things that we've already given you. We ask, if I've said this once, I've said this a thousand times in my own home. We ask very simple, basic things of you. And you are to do those basic things. And then we can talk about everything else. But you must do these things basic that's what the republicans need to say to the government and to themselves they need to say we are to do these things and until that don't talk to me about anything else i don't want to hear it period back in just a minute <clears throat> our sponsor this half hour <clears throat> sponsor this half hour is uh, goldline I'm sorry, but uh, the banks have just been downgraded now. Did you know that? The banks of America have been downgraded by the same people that two weeks ago downgraded the United States of America. They're saying that our banks are at risk. Of course our banks are at risk. Are you kidding me? Do you know what's happening in the cities? Look at just San Francisco. That is a ghost town. People are not going into the cities. These companies are not using these big banks that they have notes on. We built a $100 million building. Now nobody's using it. We can't collect rent. People are working from home. When that note comes up to be renewed here in the next 18 months, what do you think? Companies are walking away. Say, take it. 
Well, that leaves all that liability on the banks. What do you think is going to happen to the banks? Well, they'll be bailed out by the federal government, and the federal government will print money, which means what happens to the value of your dollar? This is inevitable at this point. Please do your own homework and diversify. Buy things of value. Make sure that your dollar is not paper, but maybe gold or silver, maybe land, maybe food. I don't know what it is for you. But I want you to call Goldline right now. They're re-offering their most popular special they've ever run before. Just like inflation uh, and uh, debt downgrades, this special is back. With every one-ounce gold legal tender bar card acquired, you will receive Goldline's exclusive two-ounce silver maple flex bar absolutely free. It is the best combination of precious metal assets to ever come on the market. So call Goldline now. Find out how to get started. Goldline.com. 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call. 866-GOLDLINE. The Glenn Beck Program. Very important show tonight, uh, 9 o'clock, BlazeTV.com. Right after a brand new Stu Does America. Uh, Glenn, oh boy. Uh, listening to you here, it's interesting because I don't hear a lot of people sound that way. I, I mean, I, you know, try to take in a decent amount of com- commentary on the right to understand where people's positions are. And like you're describing a different position than I think most uh, most commentators are. And I... And I I, 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 Which is what? What is my position? What I, is my position? I think it's you're aggressive within the bounds of the Constitution and the law, but you make sure to not cross those lines. And, you know, you hear a little, you'll hear lip service of it. You hear some people talking this way, but there then there's a lot of people who will say, well, we got to stay in the bounds of the Constitution, but they won't be aggressive. And it seems like that, that combination of those two things is is a bit unique in most of the commentary that I hear. Uh, do you, is that is that something that you think is I'm, important to something that's coming or why? I think why do you this feel is. I mean, I I feel this way because I am a student of history and I also know what's coming. And unless you remember how we all felt uh, January seventh, and on January seventh we were like, oh crap, that got out of hand. And some people didn't see it. I, I had been warning for months, and on January fifth. Fifth and sixth, I was saying, don't go to Washington. Don't do it. Um, And now I guess some people feel different about January 6th, but they actually don't. You you what you saw on television, you were ashamed of. You just thought it was your side. As it turns out, no, it really wasn't. It looks like government was involved, maybe the left and some crazy, crazy right people. But that wasn't you. That wasn't you. And now you kind of feel differently about it because you see the government corruption, the persecution of people, the way they've used it in the media, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't change the underlying fact that that what happened on January 6th, whoever fault it was and however it was planned was wrong and un-American. We don't do that. Um, We are now entering a time where people are starting to say, we got to do whatever it takes. I am with you. I will fight to my last breath. 
but I will do so with honor and integrity and ethics and with the Constitution and Bill of Rights on my side. No extra, well, we're just going to do this this time. No, no, we're not. The Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Violation of those things is what got us the here. The Glenn Beck Program.